The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey, and this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Throughout the arc of salvation history, the image of the desert plays a prominent role. The obvious reference here is from our first reading that is quoted directly in the Gospel. Behold, I am sending you a a messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way, a voice of one crying out in the desert. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. But we also know from our looking through the Old Testament that the Jews wandered in the desert for 40 years from Egypt to Israel when they were on their way home to the Promised Land. We know from the different prophets that they went out to the desert to pray, to listen to the Word of God so as to prophesy His Word. We also know in the New Testament, obviously, John the Baptist out in the desert, but also our blessed Lord went into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights to fast and to pray. In the early church as well, at the very earliest church, we have men and women fleeing from the cities, much like the Jews from Jerusalem in today's gospel, going out into the desert, into caves, into wild places, so that they can pray, so that they can strip away the distractions and be with God. We see this impulse running throughout the entirety of Christian history. It begins in the early with the Desert Fathers, and it continues in the advent of religious life with the Benedictine monks and nuns. And it manifests itself also in the My Dominican life, that we are called to first and foremost withdraw, to pray, to be with God so that we can minister in a more effective way amongst the people, to be in the world, but not to be of the world. And we see this also, this call is not just to religious life. It's not just to a very few, but it's for all of us to look to the desert, to strive after that, to strip away the excess, the detritus, the things that, is in, that are in our life that simply distract, that pull us away from what matters. 
For you who are students right now, you're looking at the world through the eyes of those of finals and papers and projects and all of that. And oftentimes, and though that's good, you need to work, you need to do those things, but if it is in your life to the extent that it quashes entirely your prayer life, something is wrong. Something needs to change. We need to have something pulled away a little bit so that we can give time to God. This is the call for all of us. When our life is so full of distraction, when it is a deluge of distractions, our inner life, the life with God, becomes a desert, becomes a wasteland. But when we start to pull those things away, get rid of those distractions, allow more time to be alone with our loving Father, to pray, to be quiet, our inner life becomes something beautiful, something rich, something transcendent. But the desert is not a cheap and easy fix. When we turn to the desert, when we turn to the Lord, we are confronted first and foremost with my own struggles, with our own shortcomings. And nobody likes to be told or likes to realize that I'm wrong, that I need to change. In the gospel, uh, John the Baptist preaches a message of repentance. The Greek word there is metanoia, which literally means to have a change of mind. So the repentance that God calls us to is not a quick and easy fix. It's not something that can happen today, but it's a change of mind. It's a change of life. And when we go to the desert, we're confronted with our brokenness. But when we start to work through that, when we start to change our life, little by little, we start to see through our brokenness, and not in spite of our sin, but through our sin, and through our change from our sin, the face of our loving Father. We start to recognize that in my brokenness, I can find my greatest healing. And we start to develop absolutely vital and necessary virtues and habits in our life. And the first is honesty. When we strip away the things in our life that get in the way, we are have to be honest, not only with ourselves, with others, and with God. When we sit before the Lord, we have to be honest. We can't help but be honest with Him. And that honesty also leads to the next thing, which is just as important, which is patience. In the second reading, we heard from St. Peter that the Lord is patient with us. Why shouldn't we also be patient with ourselves? We desire change. We desire holiness. We desire sanctity. We also have to recognize in honesty that it requires time. We can't go. And in fact, in the desert fathers, if someone just came out to the desert, they would send them away. Because you had to be ready for that commitment. That huge change of life had to be something that was gradually stepped up to. And the Lord asks us to be patient with ourselves. To know that where I am today is not where I'm supposed to be tomorrow or not where I'm supposed to be next year, but it's going to take me a long time to get there. But it's worth the journey. And the last thing we recognize when we step off into the desert and peel those things away is the importance of, in this journey, self-control. Of denying ourselves at times. Of challenging ourselves to do more at times times. That we're not just idle passers-by, but we are active 
participants. And we are called not just to be patient and honest and self-controlled, but to be great, to change the world forever. In the sayings of the Desert Fathers, there's a great little, it's a collection of little sayings, almost like Aesop's fables, but Catholic. And there's a great little saying in there, a great short little story, it's a bunch of short little stories. And there's this great little story. And it's this young monk, and he goes out to the desert, and he gets out there, and he's full of vim and vigor, and he has no idea what to do. He has no idea what his purpose is out there. What am I doing out here, he's thinking to himself. I've given up everything. I live literally in a hole in the wall with no bed, with just a bowl for food, nothing. What am I doing? So he goes to the really wise and learned and old monk who lives a little bit away. And he goes and he asks him, Abba, what, why are we here? What's going on? Like, why should I stay? And the Abba becomes engulfed in flames in front of him, completely on fire, like Moses before the burning bush. He's on fire, but not consumed or destroyed. And the old monk looks at the young monk, and he says, you can become all flame. And this is what we're called to be. Not just a little flame, not just a, fl a candle flickering in the wind, but a conflagration. John the Baptist says, Jesus will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. And how does the Holy Spirit descend from heaven at Pentecost? In the form of a flame. What does St. Peter say in the second reading today? That the world will be cleansed by fire and by flame. We are called to be all flame. Our life matters. Our life is important not only to the people we know, but to this world. God desires to make this world new, not in spite of us, but through us. When we strip away the things that get between us and God, when we start to spend more time with God, we become more and more flame. So that as we grow, as we get older, as we start to fall more and more in love with the Lord, more and more in love with service to our brothers and sisters, more and more in love with the solitude of being with Him. We change the world, and we can become all flame.